0: He says he'll be on a few minutes late. Oh, he start did. without. Start with um,
1: so we're gonna. This show's mostly gonna be uh, UFC centered. Uh, a couple other side things to get to. Maybe we'll get to that right now before we get into UFC, since Greg's not on yet. Because Greg's going to join us uh, for the UFC 257 talk. But I wanted to bring this up because I know you, Rich. You've listened to that podcast with the Undertaker, right, on the Joe Rogan yes. show. Yeah, I was badass. You didn't get a chance to, right, Ryan?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Okay, so I wanted to bring this up because one of the things he said that, like, triggered so many of these wrestlers um, from today's world is there was a few things he said that triggered him, but one of them was back in his day, you know, everybody carried guns and knives in their bags, and... Uh, you know, they would go to titty bars and drink and all these kinds of things. And mm-hmm. today's world, he goes in the locker room and all these guys are playing video games, <laughs> and they're not doing drugs and they're not going to the strip clubs. <laughs> and
0: what, he day- liked it. taking selfies he, on Inst- yeah. for Instagram. <laughs>
1: yeah. So he liked it better in the days when he quote and I quote when men were men. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's the first thing he said the second thing he said was the product these days he can't watch it because it's too pretty there's not enough substance and everybody's just trying to be flashy and and, uh, you know there's no grit there's no edge to it anymore
2: he did did say Triple H was trying to change that
1: right but it's well it's Vince that's ultimately making the calls on everything right Dude, they're so corporate now that that's part of the problem as well. So, um, what, do you, what do you guys make of that? With And I think this actually spills over into other sports too. Um, if you think about like baseball with like Daryl Strawberry back in the days, saying, okay. he's, Yeah, he's saying he would bring women down to the dugout in between innings and have sex with them. Mm-hmm. And they were doing like rails in the dugouts and shit like that. And- <laughs>
2: well, well, guys, and I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to mention where we work, but if you hear some of the stories from the old timers yes. of, yeah. of our job from the eighties and the nineties, I
0: was going to say these, the same thing, Rich.
2: <laughs> yeah. These fools are fucking smoking weed. Yeah. Going out, doing their thing, drinking beer at lunch.
0: On the weekend going, or yeah. at Lunch, going to the bars, getting fucked up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like fucking yeah. major major drug action going on in the eighties, mm-hmm. nineties, yeah, and shit like that. Like and I'm not talking about weed, I'm talking about fucking major fucking crystal meth and shit like that. Like
0: probably coke, but honestly. But that's so.
2: but that's what happens like with everything. Like uh my cousin is a marine and he he got into the Marine Corps in the early two thousands. And his dad was a Marine before that. And my dad was a Marine uh, in the in the late 60s, mm. early 70s, yeah. right? Yeah. And all the way into the 80s, actually. But mm. even the Marine Corps had like that changing of the guard where it was like when my dad was a Marine in 67, 68, he was a drill instructor. He was fucking able to put hands on fools and yeah. really teach them, in my opinion, really teach them what it's like to be out in fucking war. My dad went to the right. Vietnam War, right? Mm-hmm. so as you go up as you get uh, as the years go by shit just starts getting watered down and, and when my dad was still alive he would say how much he was upset that the Marine Corps had changed because now these guys could say oh you're screaming at me too loud I don't like that and mm-hmm. this is fucking boot camp or like are you kidding me everybody's a fucking piece of shit in boot camp right
3: yeah So I
2: mean I think that just goes with the territory like uh Uh, fucking um, Undertaker's (laughs) an old head, old school, using old slang terms, using old, the shit that we grew up on, and now um, the new kids are coming in, and they're wearing tight jeans and fucking playing video games, and, you know, the guys have long hair, and the girls have short hair now, and, you know, it's just, it's just totally different, and that's not what he's used to, but that's just the way it is, that's, that's what's happening right now all over the fucking place, man.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: the thing with
1: with wrestling, um, especially if you look at in the 80s and early 90s, the culture had to change because there were so many guys that were dying, dude. Yeah. Like in the early 30s, early, early 40s, because of the abuse they put themselves through, you know. Two mm-hmm. hours of sleep at night, doing steroids, mixing that with cocaine, drinking all the oh, time. yeah.
2: And, and not yeah. just killing themselves. I mean, not just killing themselves. Like, case in point, uh, Chris Benoit m- murdered his whole fucking family. Right. I mean, how sad is that? That and and that was like CTE shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. I you know you're right. It did have to change, and not everybody gets longevity like the Undertaker. But I'm sure he got his bumps and bruises for sure. But Hopefully nothing like Benoit or like uh, even Eddie Guerrero and those kind of guys. Yeah, I
0: think times just change, you know, like society, uh, you know, what's acceptable, what's not. it, It just changes with the new generations coming in and it does get corporatized to where, you know, you have to be. Uh, well, their business, bottom line, their business, and they don't want to be liable for all the shit, like people yeah. killing their family or fucking right. dying and shit, shit like that, you right.
1: know? Right. I think, too, it is a generational thing. Like, a lot of these wrestlers on Twitter were just pissed off at The Undertaker about this. Um, but we deal with it at work. I mean, the three of us are, you know, you guys are in your early 40s. I'm almost 40. Mm-hmm. And we've got guys at our work that are in their 50s, um, in their 60s, 50s and 60s, right? And they kind of frown upon some of the things that we're into. This, the, you know, I remember one guy we work with was giving Ryan a ton of shit for the Star Wars stuff. I've always gotten <laughs> a ton of shit for the things I'm into. The video game thing Rich <laughs> has gotten shit for. like We've all gotten shit for this because we're not like hey, let's go get fucked up every weekend and go to the titty bar kind of guys. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Right,
0: go get, right, go right. get in a, fi- a bar fight. and Yeah, uh, go get
1: in a bar fight when you're in your 50s, you know? Uh, like, we, we're we not in that culture. Um, you know, when I first started there, I, I felt pressure to to fit into that, dude. But as time goes on, you just realize you got to do your, your own thing, man. You can't fall into the trap of – what the older guys are doing and, and let yeah. them do their thing, man. And, and, that, and that is what it is. But um, yeah, for sure. And I, I think we probably see it too in our own kids. We see some of the shit they're into the, the YouTube videos with the unboxing and yeah. these fucking jackasses, like the Paul's like, we don't get that dude. Fortnite. You know, nah. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. I mean like all those things though, are things like that we just don't get and we we never will and maybe we're not meant to and in my eyes some of this shit especially the paul brothers and some of these youtube guys it's stupid it, it,
0: it's it's yeah retarded, i don't
1: get it dude. yeah yeah
2: dude i mean do you do you feel the same way about that rich i mean yeah 100% like uh it's definitely a generational thing uh it's definitely like like what we're into because even like even us growing up like you know i didn't have we didn't have lots of money growing up but when i could get my first like atari or first yeah. fucking nintendo, nintendo or first yep. whatever the fuck it was sega my dad my dad was like what the fuck like you dumbass you're not gonna fucking play video games yeah. whole life. what the you're, fuck are you doing you're
0: wasting your life right the way and now you just video.
2: Making millions and millions of dollars playing video i mean i wish my dad was alive so i could say see bitch i told you <laughs> Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Um, I mean, but, I mean, again, the shit that the kids are into now, I mean, I'll give you a perfect example, right? I went on a walk yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was, I was with my kids, right? Mm-hmm. And my kids were a little bit in front of me, and I'm walking in my city, long story short, right? I see these two kids, and they're on the other side of the street, and they're talking loud, and they're staring at me, right? And they're like 15 years old, and, I'm, and I can't see because I don't have my glasses on. So I'm looking across the street and I'm thinking they're calling me because they know me. Like, I, I, I feel like they're saying, Hey coach. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Because I know all the kids in the damn city. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I turn off my music and I go, Hey, what's up, man. And one of the kids goes, bro, that's so creepy. What are you staring at me for? Like, <laughs> what? like what? I go, what? I go, man, just ride your fucking bike like that. Right. Cause <laughs> I thought it was one of my kids. One of my yeah. wrestlers. Right. And then I got to thinking about it. It's like, how fucking disrespectful are these kids? Like, if if I would have done that in the fucking 90s, somebody would have crossed the street and fucking, I probably would have been missing.
0: Yeah. Or you would have got
2: knocked the fuck out. Like, straight up. (laughs) Like, straight up, dog. I would have been fucking missing. Yeah. Found in a fucking ditch somewhere because some fucking idiot murdered my stupid ass for talking out of turn.
0: Or at least he would have got beat up.
2: You know, what I mean, it's 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 just like you said, Mike. It's a generational thing. These kids, growing up, and the n- new kids in general, are just I don't think they have the same respects and the same the same way we grew up. Like a little bit harder, a little bit fucking, maybe a little bit more tough. You know?
0: Well, we're all like a victim of what we our environment. So, whatever's going on, you know, whatever's popular, that's what you're gonna kind of more gravitate to as a kid. You know? Yeah um it's just it is it's generational you know it's different well, it's a generation gap
1: i find it funny too that the undertaker backstage with his uh bone street crew or whatever bsk as they call themselves which was undertaker the godfather uh i think yokozuna farooq i don't know if you know who any of these guys are but i'm just naming them off crush yeah so that, that whole group, what they did in the back is they played bones and they did that because they didn't have video games back then. Right. You know what I'm saying? so like, if they had, if they had that shit these days then they'd probably be those people now, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. hundred percent. They
1: didn't have the cell phones and all that. So they just did some booger sugar and some got on the gas and you know that it is what it is. But I, I found it. Pretty interesting. Uh, he talked a lot about his injuries. That guy's, you know, he's basically held together by duct tape at this point. I so, yeah, it.
2: fucking broken neck. He didn't know about all kind of mm-hmm. crazy shit.
0: Damn. Yeah. I mean, he's been in the game for a long time, so I'm yeah. sure he's fucked up inside. <laughs> that he's one story. Like,
2: that one story he told where uh, was it? Was he wrestling The Rock? Um, or uh, was it Triple H or whatever he said? I remember, but he said like, "Oh no, it was Brock Lesnar," and he said within the first five minutes he got a major concussion, and the last thing he remembers was talking to his wife at 3 p.m. that day, and he wrestled like at nine.
0: Yeah, Fuck. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That is
1: fucking crazy, dude. But Greggy Pooh, what's up? Hey guys, what's up, Greg? So yeah, he rubbed a bunch of wrestlers the wrong way, and everybody's talking shit on him on. Twitter, but because that's what you do these days is you take the Twitter and talk shit, but
0: Yeah, in the comments Yeah
1: <laughs> So now that Greg's here, uh, let's get into the meat of the show, which is going to be the moment Ryan has been waiting for
0: <laughs>
1: UFC 257 and we're going to do things a little different this time we're going to get fucking right into the main event So. Oh,
0: damn Okay Connor, McGuire, Connor won, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He won the internet, <laughs> his memes anyway.
1: Uh, Conor McGregor, <laughs> Dustin Poirier, the rematch, uh, four years in the making. And um, to sum it up, Conor McGregor got fucking slept harder than shit, dude. First time ever, Dustin yep. Poirier knocks him out in the second round. Um, Greg, why don't we start –
4: we'll start with you, Greg. What what'd you take away from this fight? Uh, yeah, I mean – Poirier did what Poirier does best. Uh, where he where he is the strongest is getting them against the cage and throwing those hooks. And and uh, I thought Connor looked somewhat sharp in the first round. He looked accurate. He was definitely getting yeah. some shots in and, and looked accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first round was a lot of shoulder shrugging, so it's it's kind of hard to determine exactly how well the first round went. They were kind of in the clinch and both of them were kind of shouldering each other.
3: Yeah.
4: Um. He didn't look as fluid as he normally does in the fights, but he did look accurate. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think Poirier was also, uh, where he normally is in the first round. I think he was a little bit hesitant as well. And I know his game plan was to kind of leg kick and wrestle and then box him in the later rounds. Um, so, that first round went, and I think it was a little bit more feeling out. It was a little bit more both fighters being really cautious. Uh, but the second round, it it went straight to what Poirier strives the most, and that's getting against the cage and throwing those hooks. And it's really hard to get out of that. I mean, that's how – if you look at his last few fights who he's finished, it's been that same thing. He just sits there and throws punches and bunches and, and mostly hooks and combinations. and He's—I mean—he's got one of the best boxing in the USC. It's pretty—it's pretty hard to deny that at this point, you know.
1: One thing I noticed right off the bat that was different is Conor McGregor usually stands in a karate stance, a lot yeah. more open,
2: and right. he's bouncing well,
1: around a lot. Yeah, he yeah. mixing it up, throwing leg kicks and things like that. Um, and I—he still had good distance management. Right. Um, he still had accuracy, and he still had some some good power on his punches but for I mean he was pretty much flat-footed and trying to just box the entire time not being an MMA fighter and the leg kick seemed like it was something he just was not prepared for and had never seen before um and and I think when Dustin took some shots and realized I can take these this isn't going to be like last time he got a lot more confidence coming out of the second round and just started teeing off on him well, and he two
4: things, much... uh, I was going to say two things too One, you mentioned the leg kicks Which is really funny because Dan Hardy predicted exactly What was going to happen in this fight If you watch like his fight analysis mm. beforehand mm. He said Conor McGregor Throws all of his power and, and leaves his front leg And he's like if Poirier can kick that front leg And take that front leg out He's like all of his power is gone But he exactly... had the chance
1: Because they're both southpaw
4: Right. easier
0: yeah but McGregor checked a lot of those and he even caught his leg a few like I don't right, know, three times you know so yeah. he didn't get all of them but I mean he got he enough yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: yeah and Poirier in the second part what I was gonna say is the first fight to this one I mean it's a big difference because Poirier is much stronger much bigger yeah. and I think Poirier at 55 is the perfect weight for him I got dropped. I recorded most of everything Greg said. You got dropped harder than McGregor, dude. I, I'm recording <laughs> now. Okay, okay now so I before
1: recording. I got cut out, uh, we we were talking about kind of what's next for Dustin, but Rich has not talked yet. So go ahead, Rich.
2: Okay, so so let's just call it what it is, right? I am a fucking diehard McGregor fan. Like mm-hmm. like, there's people that are fucking Raider fans, and the Raiders suck big dick. And there's people that are San Francisco fans. I'm not going to mention any names. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not with that background, I promise. <laughs> but um, here's what no, I you're, saw. You're a fan I, I of a felt, team
0: that doesn't have a name.
2: I, 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 yeah, for <laughs> sure. I 100% uh, saw Conor McGregor um, a little different um, in that fight. The first, first, I would say, couple minutes... He looked pretty solid. He was he was tagging him. His movement looked okay, but he looked kind of flat to me. He didn't look like Conor McGregor, like kind of how you said, Mike, where he's usually in that karate stance and it, it's almost intimidating. The other guy doesn't want to engage, but he, he almost looked like a, like a straight-up boxer. He was just kind of standing there. And um, I think his leg got compromised right away, um, but he had a it it seemed like he hit it pretty well um but i think it was in the first 30 seconds of that fight where his his leg got kicked and he was fucked that's why he was catching those legs um if you if you watch that first couple minutes back you can see he's trying to throw uppercuts but the uppercuts are like bad form it, it just looked it didn't look like he could put weight on that leg after after knowing what happened to his leg, you could, you could tell he was off after that. So the second round happens and uh, obviously fucking Dustin Poirier does his thing and fucks him up and drops him and TKO's him and Conor McGregor's a meme now, which is fucking funny as fuck. Uh, Some of those are pretty funny. The one thing I want to say about the
1: leg kicks though, is everybody's like, Oh, well, you know, it was that leg that got him and almost like they're trying to make an excuse. And the only reason his leg was fucked up is because Dustin Poirier fucked his leg up. Yep. Right. Well, so, that,
2: that's what I'm saying, right, right I'm not. Dustin you know, had a again, great game plan yep. again, right. I'm, a, I'm a diehard I'm a diehard McGregor fan, we all know this uh, but there's no question what happened in that fight um, you know, if you listen to um, to Big John and Josh the Punk Thompson's uh, um, podcast, they both mm-hmm. said the same thing, they both said that Conor McGregor just didn't look like Conor McGregor and then Josh Thompson got into like well, he has $100 million, and, you know, maybe it makes you not as hungry.
0: Yeah. even have
2: been saying this whole time.
0: Yeah. Had, I, you know, I said that before the fight, honestly. Yeah, but, but
2: it, Yeah, but you're a hater, so nobody can Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm but, a hater, um, but it's real. Real talk right there. But listen. Even Dana but, said that.
2: Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Um, kind of like Dana, what Dana said, too, there's only two ways to go from here um i think conor mcgregor is a superior athlete and i i believe that and you might not but i believe he's a superior athlete but i don't i don't believe he was he's as hungry as he was that's for sure um well, yeah 100 uh, percent. after after that fight for sure this is, I mean, this is
4: one more thing i want to add in there and, and tell me what you guys think but do you guys think that not having a crowd there affected mcgregor and, and ha- I mean, I know they had a few. There was a there. crowd. It was they a were crowd. Pretty it was loud too. A fucking sold-out arena that Connor's used to, where no. there's so many cheers and all this stuff. And it, does that affect the fight for him? You know? No, I think what's Last affected he fought was before the pandemic was in January. I think what's affected the fight is uh,
1: he's been kind of out of the game, and the game has evolved. Like DC was bringing this up today on his show these leg kicks have really only become like a big part of everybody's game the last year and a half or so, you know, they've been there here and there, but not this much. And then on top of that, um, Dustin said the first time he fought McGregor, he was kind of intimidated by the aura around McGregor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this time that wasn't there. It's just another Mm -hmm. man. And I feel like he has lost some of that dude. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially since Habib fucked him up. I mean, but I mean, Habib does that to everybody, so it's hard to judge the guy on that. But here, yeah. here's the thing: I would like to see the trilogy, but I feel like Connor has to get another win to get back to the trilogy.
4: I, I think like, uh, we, we were <clears throat> I talking agree. about Poirier left. Yeah, if they want to do the trilogy, fine, but po- Poirier needs to figure out if he wants to do the trilogy and make the big money, or does he want the title? Because he can't do both. And which one's more important to him? The big money in the trilogy with McGregor? Or does he want to go and fight for that title and fight one of these up up and coming guys? Because Connor ain't fighting for the title, dude. Unless Dana White is that fucking up on his nuts, dude. Which. But I, could be. I, I, I,
2: mean, I mean, he has I've, been this whole time. Heard, I've <laughs> actually heard that. I've actually heard listening to Helwani in DC. I actually heard that they might make the trilogy a fucking title fight. I'mfu believe I think, yeah that's stupid I, I why didn't they just
0: think, make this one the title that just doesn't make any sense
2: I, 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 this. I honestly think that uh and again I'm on I love McGregor's nutsack it's the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen but uh. I think I think somebody like Oliveira could could step in there for that um
0: or even Chandler
2: I think he but, I think he deserves it I don't think Chandler deserves it no Not I now. think he
0: needs I think he needs another fight I, mean, here,
2: here. I, I, I think he needs a couple more fights. I already cut you off, Mike, but I think Chandler needs a couple more fights. Um, maybe maybe a Gaethje and then maybe a Connor. And then if Connor beats Chandler, then maybe fight the winner of, um, of poirier Oliveira, something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: but I don't <laughs> think so because Dana was already trying to push Chandler up there for a title like uh, he was going to be the alternate or whatever. Well, I'll tell you what. Or, uh, if you listen
2: to, if you listen to uh, Poirier's uh, post fight presser, he pretty much said if they offer him Chandler, he won't take it because no. he doesn't believe Chandler deserves it.
0: Yeah. I, I agree was going to say
1: um, if you look at the UFC, though, in the past couple of years, they gave Jose Aldo a fight and he lost like three in a row. They gave Joel Romero a title shot and he lost three in a row. I see no reason why they would not do a trilogy fight, thinking they can make the most money possible with the belt on the line, yeah. um, and somehow try to justify that. Even though I agree with you guys, I think they should give this shot to Oliveira and have him and Poirier go for the belt. I think or, so. You know, or something like that. And you know, well, Poirier for sure has to fight for the belt next, and he knows he
4: has the leverage now. I agree, and I I think though with those other references, and you are right, they there has been some shit, in, especially in the recent days with fucking Ortega and Jose Aldo, that I don't think those title <laughs> shots were warranted. But at the same time, it wasn't a hot division like the last division. <gasps> this right. division is right. fucking hot right now. Yeah, there right, are right, right. A lot of different contenders that yeah, can go they're... for it. You yep. just gotta look at what fight makes the most sense for the belt. And I agree with you guys. I think Chandler needs another fight. I think him versus Gaethje is a fucking great fight to me. That's
0: perfect. Yeah. You know? And I think but Oliveira should get I a title shot against Boye. You know, Poye yeah, versus
4: Olivera. Yeah. Dana, White was trying to work on Oliveira and Gaethje, but at this point, what does that do? You know what I mean? At this point, just make Poirier and Oliveira, and then put Gaethje against Chandler. That's a big building block for Chandler. He can get past, past Gaethje.
2: Yeah, but like, but yeah, like, uh, like Ryan, Ryan alluded to. Do. Yeah, but like Ryan alluded to earlier, this is a fucking business, and Dana wants to make the most money. Yeah, his cash cow, regardless of whatever you think about whoever the fuck, his cash cow is Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is still the biggest draw. That fucking. Um, that view, those pay per view numbers got second or third behind Connor
3: and Khabib. Um, Connor, yeah,
2: Kabib and, and then Connor fucking Mayweather. Yeah. So, any any card that Connor's on, especially if it's for a title or if it's for a fucking you know the main event, motherfuckers are gonna watch it, man. And, I agree,
0: and but a lot... if he loses again, I don't think it's gonna be that way though. Especially
2: if, if he, he loses... loses again. If he loses again, he's. I think he's done, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't think he'll fight again. Well, yeah. I think that's why
1: they might want to make this trilogy fight next because they don't want to risk Connor losing again. So the biggest money they can make is to put the belt on the line. This is the trilogy fight, right? Right. Uh, one, one. he have got one, one Connor. Yeah. He lost to Poye right now, but he beat Cowboys. So they can throw that bullshit in there. Even though we all know that was just a tune up fight for him. Um, and sell it that way. I really think they can do that. And then just make Gaethje fight um, Olivera next for number one contendership. And maybe have Chandler then, fight then, Tony Ferguson. I don't know.
2: And then the winner of – I think Tony Ferguson's done. But I think yeah. I think Chandler, Chandler should fight somebody like fucking uh, like, uh, Gaethje. Or uh, I would like to see Chandler and Gaethje fight. That would be a fucking badass fight, I, to be honest. I
0: think that would be a really good fight, too. But I think Nate Diaz now he's throwing his name in the in there for a title shot. Even Conor's coaches and I don't even get that. It's crazy. He said yeah, that if Conor had won, he would have fought Nate for the belt or whatever. And it's like he's
4: not even ranked. He's not you're even delusional.
0: Ranked. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know why this guy's name keeps coming up after he doesn't fight for like four years and shit. It's
4: fucking insane, dude. Yeah, it's like Nate sees a fight and and. Just runs his mouth on on social media, and then also everybody's like, "Oh, Nick Diaz, big fight, big money." It's like, I yeah, get it, dude. I he don't know. Like I, mean, I said, he like is. People said, do, honestly, do like him. He I has his following, for, dude. Honestly, I, if Nate, if the both the Diaz brothers never fought again, I I would be like, I'm okay with that. There's a plenty of other good fighters out there, dude.
0: Yeah, they yeah. take so much time off. It's like, who cares now? It's like,
4: yeah, and they're a pain in the ass to deal with. Like the UFC always has a pain in the ass dealing with both of those guys. Yeah. It's just the fucking, I mean, I get it. Like, they're just there to fight, and they're not there for all the other shit. But it's all the other antics they do that makes them famous for who they are. You know? I don't know. Yeah. I'm over but, that, dude. Move but on. Going, well, but going back
2: I to the fight. People, I think a lot of people. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan.
0: No, going back to the fight, I I thought Connor looked really good in that first round. He even um, hobbled uh Dustin with one of those punches and you yeah. could see Dustin went back and he was like a little bit stunned. And, uh, but he took everything he could, he could take from Connor. And, uh, I just think poye has been out there this last seven years since he, that lost to him. He's been grinding, fucking grinding away. And Connor has been retiring and fucking playing boxing, uh, pretending to be a boxer and fighting Mayweather and making a hundred million, which is all good. But, it's a way different story. Poise like I said, he's been grinding it out in wars. Wars, dude, for seven years. And McGregor's <laughs> retired like two or three times and
1: shit, this was the easiest fight Poe's had in years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that. It is. I yeah. mean
2: it's true. The funny thing about that the funny thing about that is even Connor and I don't know I don't know how I mean, I don't know how uh how much to believe, but Even Conor was saying, like, I I threw my name out there a million times and nobody wanted to fight. You know, he he wanted to fight. He wanted to stay – supposedly he wanted to stay active in 2020. And he threw his name out there and Dana wouldn't book the fight. Didn't he retire?
0: He retired in 2020, right? That's why Dana's like, well, he's retired, so what the fuck?
1: I think (laughs) they held McGregor off until they could get some kind of fans in the arena. That's my opinion. But then yeah, Dana that, said that that Connor could fight at the apex in front of no fans. So who knows, man?
0: Yeah. It's really um, hard to say.
1: Yeah. So get, sticking with this division, the co-main was Dan Hooker uh, taking on a debuting Michael Chandler from Bellator. Um, a lot of people were doubting Michael Chandler, man. Uh, they thought – and, you know, I'm not going to say it's unwarranted because most guys that come from Bellator – come in there and they get fucked up and yeah. that's the end of the story you know yeah. but man oh man um a lot of Dude. people are calling this the greatest debut of all time rich yeah. we'll
2: start with we'll start with you rich you, you agree with that uh kind of uh i it looked to me like um when uh fuck what was that one guy's name he had like over 30 fights and he fought he fought somebody and he just looked frozen. Oh, he fought, uh, fuck, what was that one guy? He fought uh, H- Hamzat or whatever the fuck, Chamayev. Oh, uh, that,
1: that one. Uh, I know who you're talking about.
2: Right, right. That guy had over 33 fights and whatever losses and all this kind of shit. And he was supposed to come after Hamzat and he fucking froze, looked like a deer in headlights. That's what Hooker reminded me of. That fight, Hooker did not look like he just went through a war with fucking Dustin Poirier. Right. Um. All all, all props to Chandler. He connected with that clean ass overhand, knocked him the fuck out. It was dirty. It was beautiful. Um, you know, but you know, Chan. I mean, uh, Hooker to me looked like he didn't. What did he do? Like, how many punches were thrown? Like, looked like Chandler was going backward and i mean hooker i'm sorry was going backward he didn't really look like he wanted to even fight so uh, that's that's what that fight reminded me of it reminded me of that one guy against uh Hamzat, and it looked like he didn't want to fight and that's what happens you get fucking knocked out like that uh ryan what'd you think about
1: it
0: yeah i mean i i think the same thing I, he looked Hooker looked timid, like he looked scared. I don't know what was up with that dude. Um, And, and Chandler just looked like a beast. I, I actually picked Hooker cause he's got a lot of height and a lot of length. He has like a five inch reach advantage, mm-hmm. you know? And he's been there, he's been in wars. He just fought in that war against Dustin. The fucking good fight. Um, Yeah, dude, he was impressive. He was a fucking beast. He lived up to the hype. Yeah. You know? I can't say more That's about it.
1: GM3, Rich. That's the fighter you're thinking of.
2: What's that? GM3. Yes. He's the yes. one that got knocked out <laughs> one, uh, one punch. He looked like fucking GM1.5. Yeah. Good.
4: <laughs>
1: Greg, what'd you take away from it?
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I knew Chandler's going to be a beast, dude. I picked Chandler to win this one. I knew he was going to be too. a fucking threat to Uh, You know, a lot of people look at typical hype fighters that come over from Bellator to the UFC. We all know the UFC is where the best fighters fight. And you look at guys like Ben Askren, who came over, who did really well in Bellator, comes over and gets fucking basically mopped in the UFC. We're not even going to count the Robbie Lawler fight. And guys like Hector Lombard, who came over in the past, who had literally like a 24-fight win streak comes over the UFC and lo- loses to Tim Bosch, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and then lo- ends up lose, like, losing like seven in a row, like after that, you know what I mean? Like, so everybody's kind of like, oh, Bellator is not the same caliber, but Michael Chandler is the one guy where I said, if he came comes over the UFC, he's going to be a threat. And I I picked him in this fight basically stylistically. He's such an in-your-face fighter where in every, every fight you see him, the minute the bell rings, he sprints across the cage the and the fire. in your face. And mm-hmm. I think that intimidated Hooker. And I think Hooker froze up because he, he was like, fuck, this guy is right in my face. And who knows how much tape he watched on it and all this stuff. So uh, I think that it was just a bad matchup for him. And I, I think Chandler's going to have a lot of good wins, dude, and potential champion in the future if he cont- continues to beat people. I, th- I told you guys this is the night of the fight. I felt like
1: Dan Hooker was a lost teenager in the woods in a horror movie, and <laughs> Jason Voorhees was Michael Chandler just stalking this guy down, dude. Um, yep. And, you know, he started going to the body uh, quite a bit on Hooker, and then he hit him with a left hook that just <clears throat> took him out, dude. And that's not even his strong – that was his lead hand that he hit him with. That, that guy has got power in both hands, dude. And, he, and well, he just mopped. He mopped
2: I'll him what, up. I will tell you what, Mike. Usually, usually, uh, wrestlers have a southpaw stance for boxing. So I think that was his power hand, um, because usually, like a, a regular, a regular, well, a regular quote quotation marks wrestling stance is a is a right leg lead. A lot of a lot of wrestlers lead their right leg, and for boxing, that southpaw. Hmm. So I think that his power hand is that, is that hand, and he's just he just has that stance. You know what I mean? Or whatever stance hmm. he had. I didn't know if he was a southpaw or orthodox, but but a, a lot of wrestlers favor their 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 power leg, which is for me it would be my right arm, hmm. and then my right leg lead. So if right. his power is in his left, he feels more comfortable leading his left leg. In a fight, does that make sense? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what I was doing wrong. But I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't have power.
0: <laughs> Me too.
2: <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I'm not saying he doesn't have power in both hands, but I'm telling you right now, that shot that he landed was his fucking power hand for sure. Did, did you do that, Greg?
4: Did you yeah. lead with your your left foot? I mean, uh, sorry, no, I with right with foot? Right. I lead you with, my... with your right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, you're saying in boxing you lead with your left foot, right? If you're no, right. No, no, no.
2: For me for me since I've always my wrestling stance was always a right leg lead right yeah, leg lead. Yeah. I, I, I naturally box southpaw. I, oh, okay. it just it just feels comfortable for me to stand with my right leg in the front. Yeah, and I, get I feel saying. like I move yeah. better.
3: Yeah.
2: I, yeah. So, I am a so southpaw. And and just,
1: yeah. When I wrestle, I always wrestle with my lead my lead foot being my um my right foot.
4: Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. That's yeah. how I always Yeah, that wrestle. is weird. Yeah, I, I I lead with my right foot because that's my shooting. When I shoot, right. my my right knee is the one that goes down, and my left foot's the power that shoots forward. So I haven't
1: been on the right. mat in a long time, but
4: I, so maybe I'm misremembering. But it yeah. feels like
1: <laughs> if I if I were to wrestle right now, that's that's how I would stand. But maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know.
2: No, I mean, I mean, if you just got in a boxing stance, whatever leg you put forward, that's probably the leg you fucking wrestled with forward. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Unless, unless you, unless you, unless you're like thinking about it and then fucking changed it on purpose to box with your left leg lead, which would be a conventional stance. Right. Right. But for me, Mm -hmm. my southpaw, my right leg boxing, that's the only way I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable in the southpaw stance.
1: Hmm. It, it since I was training boxing um that's the one thing that I think I told you just we were talking rich like that's been a game changer for me is I I can switch stances all the time now I'm comfortable orthodox or southpaw which before I was all southpaw dude everything I did was from the left um that kind of changed that for me the the mechanics of it but a lot of it's muscle memory and things like that but uh to get back to Michael Chandler we, we talked about you know the possibilities for him—it really sounds like they want to give him a title shot
0: right now. um Do you guys think he would? Um, how he? How would he do against Khabib? Do you think he could uh, wrestle with Khabib and maybe possibly beat Khabib? No.
2: No. Th- this fool I says don't think so either. This fool says he can beat Khabib. Like his exact words were like, "I can maul that man." Like. There's no Do you way. You know what happened to you, bro.
1: You would- I love yeah. Khabib telling Dana White after that whole event. He goes, Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. I'm levels above all these guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. The only thing Chandler has an advantage is he's never fought him, so he can say like he can talk all that shit because he hasn't lost to Khabib, yeah, which everybody sure. else has. So yeah. that's one yeah. thing he has. Like he can say, "Well, I haven't fought him, so he hasn't fought me," but.
2: Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. Khabib was saying that Justin Gaethje <laughs> was the hardest he ever got hit or
4: kicked. Yeah, that's true. But so, you know what's funny, though, is everybody that's lost to Khabib has just been silent about fighting him again, except for McGregor. He's the only guy that still thinks he can beat him, and which he can't. Yeah.
1: Sure.
0: Now, I don't know, though, after that fight. I don't know if he he's still say that. <laughs>
1: well, I'm laughing well, because well, there's a lot of <clears> – <throat> There's a lot of people saying that McGregor's next fight should be Alakenta now. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's talking about like fighting uh, those
4: nachos. Yeah, I heard that rumor right? too. Oh Jesus. Was, that fight was it supposed was to happen half, so long ago wasn't? Yeah. It? That, was, man, that was when uh, RDA was the fucking champ, though. You know, and he That's a good Palmer point was though, Greg. To champ champ.
2: That's actually a really good point. Like, uh, you know, I even even Dustin didn't say, like, I want to rematch with Khabib. Or Gaethje hasn't said, like, fucking. Hey, I think I can fucking kick the fuck out of his leg again. Let me let me go back in there. Yeah, you, Diego Sanchez say he wanted a Conor fight, too? Diego yeah. Sanchez did, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Conor <laughs> said, let's do it. It's like, really? <laughs>
1: Dana White said if anybody uh, sanctions that, they should lose their license.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I can see, too, like the UFC Megan O'Connor and Diego Sanchez fight. And if Connor wins, then he'll give him a title fight, dude. Be yeah.
3: Like,
4: <laughs> this, this warrants you a title
0: fight. Uh, I could see that. Totally. Um,
1: so the, the rest of the card, guy uh, fought um,
2: Jojo Calderwood. Hmm. Um. Okay, let me say something real quick before you say something. Oh, here we go. It just looked like two fucking statues with boxing gloves on, bro. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was the fucking the whole nastiest time. fight. That was the fucking nastiest fight I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> that fight was so fucking boring. And I, like, the the girls on the, 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 the first girls that fucked the other night, they, those bitches were going hard. Yeah. <laughs> then you get to fucking JoJo and Whatever the fuck, Jessica, I and in that in the ugly technique, shitty stance, shitty movement, like, mm. and they're talking about fighting the bullet. Get the yeah, fuck I out of here, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she oh, gets smoked crazy. by the bullet. You freezing again, Mike? That was probably one of the ugliest fights I'd seen, technically, in a in a while. Honestly, like.
0: It's just the name, and yeah, I don't get it either.
2: <laughs> I mean, they were closing their eyes, punching each other, dog. I know. I, I mean, I come on, him. man. That's, yeah, you put that fight ahead of fucking Hebus and whoever the fuck else.
0: Rodriguez, come
2: on, man. Yep. Weird. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, Calderwood. Um, the just guy just kept trying to get in the clinch and. Calderwood met her with strikes every time, and then when they would separate out of the clinch, she would hit her with knees and kicks. Just peppered her up. I mean, she clearly won the fight. Um, it was fine. And then... <laughs> it was
4: fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, she I I'll punched her guy. by like
0: 200 or 100 punches. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. How weird was that fucking um, Amanda Hibis and, and Rodriguez fight, though? Fucking... Herb Dean, dude, he fucking hovers over her but doesn't touch. Oh, This I mean, is all fucking stanky legs. Just like
0: yeah, oh, he should have. He should have stopped it.
4: <laughs> I thought it was like Herb, not dead enough. Fucking Dean, dude. He's <laughs> like, I hey, guess not satisfied until someone dies. In her, pound the fuck out of her.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That was horrible. I was like,
4: yeah,
2: I don't know what he didn't see. I don't know what he didn't see when he when he almost touched her. He should he should have. He should have just fucking called it off like the the, uh, girl was out. She
4: was out, yeah. She even fucking like he was looked at fucking her being cross-eyed. She looked like Zab Judah, dude. She was fucking (laughs) she was like sitting there like looking at him all cross eyed and then he's just like, Oh, keep going, keep fighting.
0: Yeah, she stumbled (laughs) away, falling back like like, fuck.
4: Oh
1: Oh, dude, I I thought the Russian dude who fought the Mexican with a mullet
4: uh dirty sanchez dirty yeah. sanchez dude he got leg like a
1: motherfucker
0: oh dude. yeah yeah <laughs> i always was... forget about that guy dude i always want to pick him just because of his name dirty sanchez <laughs> 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 that, uh, that,
1: that guy he fought was is a scary dude man oh dude. yeah the, yeah those russian
2: guys bro they're fucking a different, they're, breed, they're man. A different breed,
0: man. that guy's no joke yeah
1: he looks yeah, scary that... Uh Ebez, the the hype train was full speed ahead, man, and
4: it just got completely derailed well, by Marina like Rodriguez. Dana,
2: Dana, like Dana White said, she man,
4: back, dude, like that she, chick she fought is is a stud, dude. Yeah, I've seen her for sure. Start. She's she's good, dude.
2: Well, Dana White, Dana White said like he was got all the credit she deserved, and she definitely deserved the hype. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, she, I I think so too. She was fucking people up on the way up, and yeah, you know, that chick, that chick she fought
4: is thirteen and one, dude. So and the only yeah. chick we lost to is is Carla Spanza, who's got probably the best wrestling in the fucking women's division
2: at least. So mm-hmm. go ahead, Rich, name drop.
0: Yeah.
4: No,
2: no, no, <laughs> no. Uh,
0: Even though you picked against her that first fight.
2: <laughs> sure did. <laughs> if,
0: and she's like been I, winning like ever since then.
2: <laughs> well, that's that's my strategy, homie. <laughs> um, if. Uh, if um, what do I keep forgetting her name? I say it every fucking podcast too.
3: Page if ben
2: um, what'd you say? No, no, no. The uh, <laughs> the, the Mexican girl. Um, she's from California. She wrestled at Northview High School.
0: Fuck. Rod. Oh uh, no, not Rodriguez. Um.
2: Uh. Anyway, if she comes back. Oh, Tatiana best- Suarez. Suarez, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she comes back from her neck injury, she she'll fuck up.
4: Yeah, I agree. She's the I best agree She's
2: that. the best wrestler. Yeah, I agree. She's a, she's that. an Olympian. <laughs> she's, she's an Olympian. She's a fucking badass.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, I got the pleasure to watch her in at uh, the Vegas Nationals one year when we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, for to watch the uh, the senior nationals, it was fucking badass. Yeah, she was there ripping ripping girls apart. I mean. She she fucking, crossed
4: trains at, at my gym, so I I get to see her uh, fight quite a bit. She's good. She's real good. She's yeah, an awesome grappler.
2: Yeah, yeah, she's fucking good. If she ever comes back from her neck injury, like every podcast I say that she she's definitely the best wrestler in the fucking division. 100%, 100%. Car, Carla 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 Sparza came up wrestling. Uh, that's what she did. Um, so she definitely has that background, but. You know, there's just levels to that game. You know, it's like uh, when Ben Aspin wrestled Jordan Burroughs. It was just a fucking <laughs> 10-0 tech fall, throw him off the fucking stage and call him a bitch and never let him fucking, never let him see a wrestling mat ever again.
0: Yeah, yeah. but Carla's game has um, evolved, I think, in the last, she's gotten a lot better in her stand-up. And she's still a good wrestler, too, so.
2: And she's buff as hell. For a little yeah. tiny thing, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. she's like she's well, improved oh. big time. Yeah, she's improved. She did something. She definitely did something because uh, she uh, obviously she was the first uh, flyweight female or whatever you whatever that weight is to yeah. win the 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 tough series. Yeah. And then she lost. You know, she lost all those matches, but coming back, you know, she's. She, I mean, what what's that? Four in a row? Or three I think in a row? so. Yeah,
0: female? I think four in a row. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's that's and and it's some tough competition, man. Like, yep. like um whatever she's doing, she's gotta keep staying hungry because uh you know, she already beat that homegirl that beat Hebus. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. Um so let's preview some of these fights coming up here. Uh next weekend not this weekend coming up, at the next, you got Alistair Overeem taking on Alexander Volkoff
2: gross.
0: I got the ream.
2: <laughs> I got the ream. Yeah.
0: I think he's um, going to make one last run.
2: Shut the fuck
1: up, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> USC, one last uh, run to the
2: steroids shop? <laughs> UFC
1: 258, we open the main card with uh, Pedro Munoz taking on Jimmy Rivera. No,
2: that's perfect. That's the best fight. <laughs> <laughs> I <sighs> we've got. Calder, I'd rather see Calderwood and I again. Damn.
1: <laughs> then we've got Kelvin Gaslam taking on Ian Heinrichs. Who? Heine-
0: <laughs> yeah, who?
4: I've seen yeah, this guy fight before. Washington. He's
2: all right. Let's watch that one again.
4: You know what's weird is this Overeem card. That's literally like in a couple weeks. They literally have nobody else on that card no. list. Mm. <laughs> they just have the fucking main event, dude. We like, got a uh,
1: Macy that's Barber. That's how bad it is. Yeah, <laughs> Macy Barber taking on Alexa Gracio mm-hmm. You guys, i not seeing. Macy that. Barber.
2: That's, Macy Barber's Machia, that's the um, Usman
1: Burns fight, though, Mike. Right? Yeah. So the co-main is Uriah Hall taking on Chris Weidman.
0: Oh God, <laughs> that's, hey. that's gross.
4: Wait for what? For what fight is that? That's for the Us- Usman, Usman and Gilbert and Burns card. Is it really? That's the yes. co-main. Oh, they don't even have that listed. They only have Maxie Barber and and Grasso. Yeah, that's the co-main.
2: Jesus so, Christ. So uh, Usman and Burns. How do we see this playing out? Mike, are Burns. we are we gonna are we gonna rewind and talk about the fucking Max Holloway performance or what? Oh, shit. yeah,
1: we, we've it's that's right, it's been a while since we've done a show. Max Holloway and Kelvin Guitar, um, they had a UFC fight night main event, and a lot of people are calling it the greatest performance of all time. Max Holloway hit Kelvin Guitar with about 7,048 punches, just <laughs> pieced him up, dude. Yeah, uh, and you know, fair fucks to Qatar for staying in there, but it was bad.
4: They should have they should have called it in the fourth, dude. Yeah. Cater should have tried a takedown, man. He should have fucking tried to switch that fight up, dude, because, uh, fuck, I can't even imagine getting punched 400 times in a fight, dude. Yeah. I mean, his face was fucking mangled, dude. Yeah.
2: you know, But everybody, everybody thought it was a great fight. I didn't think it was a great fight only because – it was so one-sided that I I was I was almost feeling like fucking I want to see some mercy on this guy and yeah get like fucking stop the fight dude like it was yeah. it was that bad.
4: Anybody that said this fight was a great fight also believes in handing out participation trophies, dude. <laughs> right, right, uh, it Brian, was a 100%, fucking mauling, dude. Yeah, hundred percent. Keep talking to fucking DC. And fucking dodging punches as he's not even looking, dude. Like, yeah he that had this guy's number, dude. You know? He had his hands behind his back. I mean,
1: Max is a bad dude, man. And the fact yeah, that Poirier dude. beat him twice is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Poirier didn't just beat him. That last fight he fought him, he pieced him up. Yeah, He, he fucked, fucked him dude. up. He fucked him up, dude. That yeah. just shows you how good uh, Poirier is. It
1: yeah. also shows you, and I know everybody's going to shit on this statement, oh, get but. On nuts. I'm not on his nuts. I'm just saying, <laughs> how good is Volkanovski, dude?
0: He's good. He's really good, but I think he lost that second one.
2: Yeah. Okay, right, sure. but it was close enough.
4: He's good, man.
0: He's he, really good.
2: No, he's good. He's he's good. Wrestling, he's solid. Yeah, he has you know? an all around. Um, He has MMA skills, bro. He he has everything. For sure. I don't know how well his ground game is, but um, I'm sure it's solid. Um, His wrestling, uh, his Volkanovski stuff. But I think Max, I think Max pieced him up that second fight, dude. I I didn't think. I don't know how the refs saw it any other way, to be honest with you. But Volkanovski
1: landed more punches than Max.
0: I think Volkanovski. I think he's just a superior like athlete, like just physically. More athletic. He's stronger, too. Yeah, stronger, more athletic, but Max is a better skillful striker, puncher, kicker, you know. And I think Max totally won that that second fight.
4: Max doesn't have an overall, like, super good ground game, dude. Because I've seen him a few times go to the ground, and he either gets submitted or he just kind of works his way back up to his feet. He doesn't have a strong – Submission game, you know. Yeah. Orie yeah. tapped him the first time with a fucking uh, triangle slash armbar combination, and mm-hmm. so his his ground game is not super, super, dude. And I think where he's really strong is keeping it on the feet. And I think people see him as this little skinny guy and they think that he can't box, but fuck, dude, he pees up, man. Yeah, he's you know? so
0: fast and so quick. And that's
4: two fights he's had where. That this one in the Ortega fight, where we were kind of everybody watching that fight was going, dude, get that guy out of the ring, dude, because he's yeah. gonna fucking die in there, dude.
0: Yeah. You know. Um, For real.
1: Yeah,
2: that was fucking bad. Yeah.
4: So, so how
1: how are we seeing Usman and, and uh, Burns going here? Burns.
0: Uh, Usman, one hundred percent.
1: I'm going with Usman.
0: Yeah.
4: As much probably... as I don't want to.
2: Yeah. I'm probably falling asleep because Usman sucks. <laughs> yeah,
4: unless unless Us- Usman can stomp Burns' feet to o- oblivion, dude. That's <laughs> I think that's what he's gonna do. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: that's what he does. That's all he does. He's,
4: he's just gonna he's do what to to do. The thing about this fight, dude, is that they're friends, dude. That's yeah. the one thing I'm kind of like. Oh. They're training partners and they're friends, so are they going to turn this into just like a, a, a grappling like exhibition? You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: They're going to just play touch, but it, it's going to be
4: weird, dude. You don't really beat the dog shit out of one of your <laughs> training partners. And, but with Burns, I think Burns has a more, I don't give a fuck attitude. Cause he's like, I want the belt, you know? Yeah. And, and Usman being the champion, when you have a challenger that wants the belt, you, what are you going to do? You can't really deny that. Yeah. Unless you're just going to beat Tyrone Woodley and try not to defend it as long as possible. Exactly. You know? Yeah, um, I don't
0: honestly think Burns should even be in this title shot. I just think he was the only one that would take the le- like the least amount of money and-, and fight him. Yeah, he beat Woodley, but, I mean, who hasn't really beat Woodley, uh, you know, in recent time? Um, yeah. So, he, I don't he
4: know. He and, and knocked out Maya, and he had two really good back-to-back like strong performances so i can see how he gets the title fight but with this division dude welterweight needs a fucking exciting champion dude the last two yeah. champions have been fucking snoozers dude i hated really hate champion and i'm really hating fucking usman as champion dude
1: yeah connor i mean up
4: and gets that belt who
1: connor
0: there
4: we go. We need Connor to come up to say
0: one seventy, dude. Dude, he would get smashed oh, into, shut the fuck into up. oblivion, bro. <laughs> like all those top three fighters would would just smash on Connor. I'm sorry, Rich. I'm not no, that's Andre, not even me being Andre. a hater. That's just I'm oh, being no. real.
2: No, that's one hundred percent being a real oh. hater. <laughs> no, but I, I agree though. No, seriously, I agree. I I don't think he's made for that. I mean even Dustin looked. Wait, his body looked thicker, bro. He looked, yeah. he looked fucking like a thicker dude. Just, yeah, yeah, just wider. His back was like this. Yeah, his shoulders mm-hmm. were like this. Don't get me wrong, Conor, Conor was ripped and everything like that. But that Correia just looked like powerful, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, his punches might have been not as fast or not as, you know, whatever. But anything he was hitting was just like, it sounded like a fucking like a Truck was hitting a fucking watermelon, bro.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, UFC 259, the the type, the champ champ fight is official. Israel Adesanya is challenging Jan blahovich for the uh light heavyweight championship. I think Adesanya just pieces this guy up
2: for five rounds. Man, uh, I I don't I don't want to disagree because I like Izzy, but man can he fight at 205 those are some big boys dude though yeah. and those fuckers those fuckers aren't going up bro they're dropping down
4: yeah that's and a good Izzy's
2: point is he's going up i man, i, I see
4: cool. this fight being extremely boring in my opinion we'll we'll have to go back to this one after this fight happens <laughs> i don't see a lot happening in this fight dude i don't see I agree being normal Izzy, because they're like you said, these are big fucking boys, and Yon uh, is a fucking big 205 pounder, dude. So, I'm like, I don't That's see a five him going and a half, crazy, I can, bro. but I also see Yon being a little bit more reserved because he doesn't want to lose to the little guy coming up, you know? Yeah. So I,
0: I agree with Mike. I think Izzy's going to piece him up. He's going to be too quick, too fast, too um, elusive. His angles that he strikes at are just too crazy. and um, I mean, let's not forget he beat Yoel and fucking Costa, and those guys come yeah. into the fight at, like, 220. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not he, – he's used to That's fighting big. bigger dudes. So, I don't know those what Black Blahovich comes in at, you know. Those faints
1: too, man. He gets some – everybody with those faints. He's so unorthodox, man. That's why they call him the last stylebender. Nobody can figure this guy out. He just – they stand there confused when they fight this guy now, man. Yeah. Yep.
2: I feel like sometimes uh, me, I feel like sometimes me and Greg are like closet in love with each other because, like, we, we have the same fucking. I I feel the same exact way, bro. I, I think fucking, I think Izzy's gonna not want to get hit. I don't think he's, I think he might move and stuff and do his Izzy shit. But yeah. if he engages with this fucking Viking, yeah, I, I think it's over, dog. He I does have to over. respect I, the
4: power for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. So there's so like, three ahead of us. Dude, I, I, I can I can
2: almost I can almost bet you that Blahovic is coming down from 240, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's a big motherfucker, bro. Yeah, yeah.
4: He, he's gonna definitely come in heavy, dude,
2: for sure. There's there's three so, title I, fights on just, this card.
0: Yeah, it's badass. Uh the, yeah.
1: the co-main and we're all going to agree here. Megan Anderson is challenging Amanda Nunez. Mm, Nunez is going to destroy her.
0: Yeah,
2: 100%. Megan Megan Anderson's only hot cuz she has tattoos on her legs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and she, the other uh the one the other one is Peter Yon defending the Bantamweight title against Aljamain Sterling. Ooh, this should yeah. be probably
4: the fight of the night. I, I think
1: it's going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward
0: to that
4: fight. I still think Pianosar is gonna win uh, over uh, Sterling, but I think that's definitely gonna be fine tonight. the night. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm
2: maybe I'm missing the hype train, but I don't think Peter Jan is really good. I I, I don't. I'm not saying he's not a badass motherfucker, cause he is, but I'm just not sold on that guy. I just I don't know. He doesn't seem like um, uh, dominant to me. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like, like, like you got like a fucking um, like a, a, a DC before it was Stepe. You know what I mean, and before John Jones came along, was super dominant. Like, he didn't lose to anybody but those two. You know. Um, then you had like a fucking going back old school. Like, um, you know, even a GSP was just fucking dominant.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, uh, S- Spider Silva was fucking dominant. To me, those are champions.
3: Uh, this guy can lose his
2: belt with any fight, bro. I, I, I'm not yeah. sold on uh, Peter Yan. Um, but, you know, even even like uh, uh, DJ was fucking dominant, bro. Fucking um, Mighty Mouse. Uh, Henry Sojudo, I mean, well. dominant. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just don't know if Peter Yan has it like that.
4: He has some more to prove. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna pick Sterling in this fight because I think he's exciting and he's been on a tear lately. And uh,
1: yeah, I'm also uh, picking Sterling.
0: Yeah, he he's badass. He's a fucking bad motherfucker.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> UFC 260. So, Tyron Woodley is probably gonna end up fighting. Um, oh
0: my gosh. Vicente
1: Luque on this card.
0: Which, Snooze fest. No. Yeah,
1: but then the two fight. <laughs> there's two title matches on this one. Alexander Volkanovski defending the title against Brian Ortega. And I expect Vol- Volkanovski to just run right through Ortega. Yeah,
2: I think Ortega yeah. might die. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the, yeah, uh, the main event is for the heavyweight championship. Stipe Miocic defending against Francis Nagano. I think Stipe beats him again. Um, I, agree. I, I don't expect anything much different than the last time. Um yeah. Unless Naganu is hiding something, because the last few times I've seen this guy fight, he's just throwing wild bombs around, and he's always got that chance because of his power. But I don't know. I just. I, mean, I
2: think it's I think it's well documented that I hate Stepe with all my heart. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, For unknown reasons.
2: But I just I see it going I see it going that same way, Mike. Because. Uh, um, Stipe did take Ngannou's shots.
3: Yeah.
2: Some heavy fucking shots in that first Mm -hmm. fight. And he didn't go down. And, you know, uh, I see um, Stipe winning this fight, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: I think is going to win. I mean, he's the greatest heavyweight uh, UFC fighter of all time. And then... Period. uh, Period.
1: A couple other fights that... So one's official, and this is uh, Leon Edwards taking on Kamzat Chemaev. I think Kamzat tears this fucking guy's head off quickly, yeah. might I add. When, when is yeah. this
0: fight? Is it This is the March. third time, right?
1: Yeah, this is uh, March 13th. Both of these – it was canceled once because Leon got COVID, and then it was canceled because Kamzat got COVID. So now yeah. it's moved to this. Um what do
0: you think, Ryan? Uh, I'm picking my boy, Edwards, of course. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to stop this fool. We'll stop the hype chain.
4: Greg? Uh, I think I kind of agree with uh, – with. I think that – I think that Hamzat uh, is going to be derailed on this one, dude. I think he's <coughs> – Wow. Right. Yep. I think he's jumping the ranks too high right now, man.
0: Um, yeah, he wasn't even ranked in the top 10, and now all of a sudden he's fighting number three.
2: Is, is it yeah. time for Rich and I to be lovers now? I guess so. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, <laughs> Michael, I could give a fuck less about Kamzak. Um That's just my opinion. I don't, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not... I don't know if I'm sold on him yet. He's a fucking beast, but... I mean, he's going to beat Edwards. Let me just say that, because Edwards got three-pieced in a soda by fucking in the back. In the fucking back. Damn, that was a cheap know, shot, though. He walked up to him with his hands behind his back, and then he cracked 600 times before he even fucking knew it happened. Yeah. Leon Edwards is fucking over it. Chamaev is just going to fucking, you know... Run him him over, bro, but I'm not sold on Shamayev either yet.
1: And it looks like um, the fight that's just about made and is going to be headlining a UFC fight night is um, Robert Whittaker and... uh, Fuck, I can't think of the guy now. Paul Acosta. Paul Acosta, yeah. Okay. That should be a good fight. That
4: should be a good fight. Yeah. I
2: hope Whittaker fucking
4: gets murked. Uh, I think Wonder? he is going to get murked, dude. I think Costa is going to come out
0: with a fucking vengeance on this one, dude. I got Whitaker all day long. Yeah, so do I. We shall see. I mean, Mike are lovers now.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we shall see. Nah, I just think
0: Whitaker is more skilled. Um, he's more well-rounded. Uh, Costa's is just a, like a, a beast, like a Hulk, yeah. trying to, you know, knock some somebody's head off. And But I think Bobby Knuckles is just – he can wrestle. He can box. He can do it all. So,
1: the real question is: I wonder if this is going to be for the belt. I wonder if Adesanya drops the title if he wins the two hundred five title.
2: Yeah, it could yeah. be. Well, here's what here's what uh, Costa showed in his fight against Romero, um, which was a war. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That that he does have the fucking lungs to go.
0: Yeah.
2: So. Right. I mean, even though he's buff and all those muscles take up a lot of oxygen, I think I think he still has power in the later rounds, even if Bobby yeah. Knuckles uh, runs the first or second round to try to tire him out, you know, maybe hit some shots, maybe get some takedowns or whatever. But mm. you guys got to remember, fucking Costa's not a fucking scrub on the ground either. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if uh, – not not because I hate Bobby Knuckles, but – but you I don't do. know if he gets past Costa. I, I don't think he does. I, honestly, I don't think he does.
4: No, I, I, I think it's
2: he's the only by knockout, dude. That's my opinion. Yeah, I agree.
4: Before we get
1: off, did anybody watch that Godzilla trailer I just sent you guys?
2: Yeah, I saw I it. did, yes.
0: Yeah, it's a long trailer, but it was badass.
4: What'd you think, Graham? I mean I think it looks pretty dope. Even though Rich, I know you don't <laughs> give a fuck. Every scene in the <laughs> fucking trailer that was Godzilla getting fucked up, dude. I'm like, what the hell? he's but, gonna win yeah, at, they, the they, no. <laughs> oh, at the
2: end no they'll probably do that because at
4: the end
1: well i see this movie kind of being the same as the last one where the fights were awesome and everything else was
4: pretty damn shitty the yeah. storyline agree horrible even some of the yeah. even some of the scenes they do where you know the little kid goes up and fucking oh, god yeah right next exactly them, like that's in every fucking it's like the Jurassic Park scene all over again, dude, with yeah. the bromsaurus and the fucking trees, you know? Yeah, but, but people last... don't
0: go to these movies to see, like, a story. They go to see the action and fighting, and yeah. it's a popcorn movie. But it's
1: exciting. Cool. I was going to say, well, uh, Ryan and I took our kids to see the last one, but it was in, like, the 4D where they have, like, the rain – and the The smoke
0: and the light yeah it was badass it
1: was badass because it felt like being on a ride like an experience you know but um i don't know we'll see if theaters are open by then but this they're releasing this shit on hbo max too i know i'm gonna get that shit
4: i think for that dude when does it come out like may i'll I'll tell you what
2: yeah may or something like that i'll tell you what like i'm not really into movies like that like um but I thought the trailer was pretty fucking cool. Um, I think my kids would actually like that movie.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I'll probably watch it with them. But, um, you know, I, I never even watched the the Godzilla that came in 2000 or whatever. Fucking.
4: 2014? That one was fucking dope, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, still I, waiting for that those... American
1: Me remake. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: fucking I, blood in,
0: blood out. I heard theaters were going to be opening maybe in the summer, Mike, so we'll see is that the go. end of the may It's coming out or is it 20 out like, of the 25th okay so maybe yeah There's a chance
1: well bit of a long one but uh thanks for joining greg and uh hopefully we'll do a show next week we'll just do them whenever we can that's how life rolls
0: yeah so. this one we had to do because you oh, know yeah. connor mcgregor just got completely destroyed and dominated and <laughs> Outclassed and knocked out for the first time. I mean, completely out, like in the shadow realm.
4: Uh, and then he sailed off on his fucking multi million dollar yacht. Yeah, yes, he did. Oh, winner.
0: Well, he limped <laughs> off, actually, Greg. He limped right off. I
2: to, right to the private doctors and shit. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> All right,
1: guys. uh We'll see you next week. Thanks, Greg.